Welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for creatives launching your side hustle or second career. If you are a new creative business owner and you're struggling to find out how you can promote yourself authentically, find your ideal customers, and create a sales process that keeps customers in the pipeline, then you need a personal brand. That means if you own a business, you have a much better chance of winning people's trust if you bond with them first as a human being, and you do that by creating a personal brand. And that's the mission of this podcast. We will learn how to use a personal brand to help you launch and propel your creative business. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome, welcome, welcome to season two of the podcast. Hey, I am so excited that we are finally here. We're launching season two. Now, of course, this is, this is after a long hiatus. You, Those of you who have been around for a while, you know that we did most of our work at the beginning last year, at the beginning of the year. And then right around the time, oh, March or April or somewhere around there, the coronavirus just slammed us and... Man, it, it took a toll. And so for a while, I backed off and I just wrote about how you would do personal branding and marketing during the coronavirus, just just trying to pivot a little bit and offer content that would be, would be more useful for people at the time. And then we got the social unrest. And then we, you know, I had a personal issue with my mother who got very ill and I took a couple of months just to go be with her and spend some time with her. And uh, she left us during that time. And so I spent some more time with my family, my dad down in Houston. And, you know, we grieved and we went through all, you know, the kind of stuff you go through when you go, when you have that kind of a traumatic event. And so I was distracted and, and and now I'm back and I was I thought you know it this is a good time with 2021 to reengage and start all over again. So, you know, a lot of these topics we'll do in season 2, I, I hit them here and there in season 2, but in, in I mean I'm sorry in season 1, but what I'd like to do in season two is take it sequentially as if it, it was a course. So we'll start at the beginning with the what is personal branding. We'll define it in this episode. And then as we progress throughout season two, they, they'll build on each other so that we will reach the point where you have a really good understanding of what it is and how we, how you can use it if you are trying to start or restart a creative business. So that is what is going on. Hey, Linford Morton here. My friends call me Lynn, and I consider you a friend. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And I'm going to invite you to come on back every episode and continue this journey with us. You know, we'll have these out on Mondays, and uh, so you can look for them on Monday sometime during the day. And then, you know, we we can talk about it during the week if you meet me at at Personal Branding with Lynn, either on Instagram or on Facebook. All right. So if you are an entrepreneur of 
any kind and you are creative, you're in the right place. And especially if you are the face of your business and you learn more about that in this episode, because we will talk about personal branding and what it is. And in this episode, we'll talk about some of the other burning questions you might have about personal branding. So I think about the questions you'll ask me when I, if I brought it up at a cocktail party and you had never, you'd never heard anything about it. What are the kinds of questions you might ask me? And those are the questions we will answer today. Are you still struggling, wondering what you should do next with your personal brand? Well, I created the Personal Branding Checklist, and it's a an ebook checklist that's also an action plan, if you want to think about it that way. You have 19 essential tasks, and I updated them for 2021. 19 essential tasks that you need to accomplish if you are going to work on building your personal brand in a deliberate and intentional way. Now, you can use this checklist to complete them at your own pace and sort of work on this process that helps you to attract more of your ideal customers. Now, as you listen to me, you'll realize that, you know what, this makes sense and I should be working on my personal brand. And then you'll wonder, what does that mean for me? What should I be doing first? What should I be doing next? If I have some things in place, what can I use to begin to supplement them? Well, that's what this checklist will do for you. You can start and check off the things you've already done or go back and start over if you want to make everything just a little more intentional and strategic. I'm a big fan of strategic, y'all. And 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 you can work through the checklist. It solves the problem of of wondering what you should do next by providing you this step-by-step process to build a thriving personal brand, all right? So you can download your checklist and start building now at personalbrandingchecklist.co, personalbrandingchecklist.co. Go there now and download your checklist. By the way, it's free. Did I forget to tell you that it's free? It's free. It won't cost you anything. A six-page ebook checklist, five or six pages. Please go get it now. And more importantly, start working through it and let me know where you are as you work through it. All right? Go get it now. Personalbrandingchecklist.co. Good luck. I get versions of Fred's question a lot. In fact, I've asked versions of Fred's question a lot. But today, Fred's question came when we were meeting for coffee and networking. And it not today. It was a while ago. But I'm talking about it today. And he asked me this. Hey, Lynn. Can you tell me why some photographers who seem to have average talent always seem so busy and they're always working 
and others who seem to have amazing talent just seem to get crickets. Now, who hasn't wondered a version of that question before? Like, some people who have amazing talent, like, my goodness, why aren't you further along than you are? It reminds me of that line from Billy Joel's The Piano Man. And they sit at my bar and put bread in my jar and say, man, what are you doing here? You're too good for this station, is basically what they're saying. And why aren't you getting more traction? Well, wherever you see a successful creative business owner, there are probably at least five others wondering, I wonder what she's doing. How did she get so successful? I wonder what his secret is. Well, I'm going to give you a good part of the answer today. I've been swirling around creatives now for almost 30 years, and I can tell you that the most successful ones, however they define their success, have a great personal brand. Most of these people, however they, de- they, they define their success by, you know, working or, or by how much they want to charge or choosing the jobs they, they, they truly want to work on, most of the people who get to make those kinds of decisions and get that kind of fulfilling work they have great personal brands. Now, in some cases, they work on these brands deliberately. They're strategic and they think about everything they do within the within the framework of, will this help or hurt my brand? I know others who don't know that they're working on a personal brand. They are just doing what they're doing intuitively and they just kind of get it without realizing that there's a name for what they're doing but it doesn't make it any less a personal brand. You see, the thing about personal brands is whether or not you are working on it consciously or unconsciously, whether you're working on it or you don't know you're working on it, you're still building it. I told the story in episode one of the time I got yelped and didn't even know it. I had a client who came to one of my workshops and and asked to me if I was on Yelp. And I said, no, 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 that's not for photographers. She goes, oh, I think you might check it out. And when I went to look, my goodness, lo and behold, there were Yelp entries about my workshop. So, you know, a few of them, and they were pretty good, actually. But unbeknownst to me, I was building up this reputation on this platform that I didn't even know existed. Yet, there it was. You see that a lot sometimes with with um, companies or businesses that don't claim their Google business, you know, ads. You'll see a Google business ad with lots of of people giving their reviews, and 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 Google will fill in the where it is and the times they're open, all kinds of things, and and then you'll see a note that says this this needs to be claimed by the business owner. So. Like your personal brand, you can start to accumulate all that kind of cachet, is that the right word, without knowing it. But once you know it, like once you know that the Yelp the Yelp page is there or the Google business page is there, you can now begin to become, you can now begin to be more deliberate in how you build it out, what you put there. You can say to yourself, now that I know this is here, what do I want people to find 
when they happen upon it, when they go looking for some a service similar to one to the one that I provide, and they come upon this page, what do I want them to find there? And you can think of your personal brand the same way. What do I want people to know about me? So before we get too far down that road, you know, in this episode, what I said I would do is answer some basic questions. So let's start with the most basic of all. What is personal branding? Now, I found this definition that I really like. It says personal branding is the process of creating a public identity for your target audience. It includes sharing your beliefs, purpose, values, and goals. And personal branding is similar to business branding. The difference is that you are marketing yourself. And that came from Entrepreneur Magazine. Now, what I like about this is... At, at, at its essence, you're creating a public identity, not for yourself, but for your target audience. You're always thinking about your ideal customer and what is it that you need to provide for them to understand your your unique value and with and, and the things that you can provide for them. And so, personal branding is about creating creating this this. Um, <clears throat> public identity, but it's always with with the thought of how this works for your ideal customer. So that means you need to be very, very clear about who your ideal customer is. And then once you have that, it goes on to say it includes sharing your beliefs, purpose, values, and goals. Now think about that. It's not just about sharing what your product line is and what the benefits are of your your latest product or, you know, what it is you think you you do in the market. It's broader than that. It's your belief systems. It's the purpose why you exist uh, in this in in this role. It's the values. What do you find important and what what moves you? What will you do? What won't you do? You know, what's you know what 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 makes you get up in the morning and then your goals. What do you want for your business, for your customers, for the industry, for the country, for anything? And and it's all of these things, and you and you might think, you know, at first glance, wow, that's a lot. I just want to talk about my widgets. But in personal branding, you wrap all this together because this picture of this holistic picture of you, the the business owner, and the entrepreneur, are, it will be what attracts the ideal customer to you. And once they get there, makes them stick around because you're trying to really create and not just a customer, but a fan and, and a raging fan. And we'll talk about this in an upcoming episode, but, but this is what your personal brand um, will do for you. And when you have that, you build the kind of loyalty that helps you retain clients and it insulates you from having to compete on factors like price. You know, marketing and price is what you use when you have nothing else of value to offer. And so you never want to be marketing on price because, of course, someone else can just lower the price lower than yours. And now you're in a race to the bottom. You want to be providing value and marketing based on that. 
Now, so that's the first question about what is personal branding? Okay, so the next question I anticipate you might ask is, who should build a personal brand? Who is this for? And honestly, the reason I'm, I, I, this is my podcast and I'm talking specifically to you, the creative business owner who is trying to, you know, launch your side hustle or your second career, you who is starting this new business is because a personal brand is one, it's going to be one of the more important things for you. And I say a creative business owner and I'm talking to you if you're a photographer, if you are a coach, a consultant, if you are a musician, if you're a writer, if you're a designer, if you're a web designer, if you're if you do any of those, if you have an online you know store, think about it as the kind of businesses businesses where you are the face of the business. And if that's the case, if the business is 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 you, when I owned my my photography um, training and education business and and photo tours and stuff. It was really me when I started the business, and I, I, as I said before, I worked with a business coach who was more aligned to brick and mortar and those kinds of businesses. And what I came to realize is, you know, he's setting, he's setting this up for a traditional business like that. But in my case, the business was me and, and people had to get to know me and to like me to want to do business with me. Whereas you don't really need to know the owner of the 7-Eleven down the street to do business with them. And so that was a fundamental difference. When you, when you are the face of the business, you're selling yourself and, and you're, you're, you're selling yourself because you want, you want the kind of people who understand the value you can bring and, and, and realize that it's worth, um, you know, what you want to charge for it. Um, you know, what, what the honest wage is that you want to charge for it. And so who should build a personal brand, the, especially for the listener of this podcast, you, creative business owner, you should create a personal brand because it helps you really set up your marketing and your and your branding and your positioning and it and you wrap all those things your marketing your branding your positioning your 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 sales it, all that stuff gets wrapped up in under the umbrella of your personal branding as we will describe it in this podcast so so you have seen this likely on a different level with celebrities, right? So Elon Musk, for example, they say he has more Twitter followers, and we all know that vanity metric, than all three of his companies combined. That's the Tesla, SpaceX, and SolarCity. But he is the face of those businesses, and so people gravitate to him. He has created the personal brand that that brings all, a lot of those businesses to life. Same of same can be said of Richard Branson of Virgin, or Gary Vaynerchuk of, of Viner Media. These people have created personal brands, if you know them, that are almost even stronger than the businesses they lead. So they have strong personal brands, and they use that to leverage and build and propel their businesses. So 
That's what we're talking about. And of course, you don't have to be famous to create a, a personal brand. It, it's not, you know, it doesn't work based on that. In fact, it works on you being more, it works more in quality than quantity. It works on you finding the right person and enough of the right people. So that's the second question. Who should create a personal brand? And then why is creating a personal brand important? That's the next question I hear you asking. And I feel like I've been answering that question already before. It's sort of been built into the first two answers. But let's put a finer point on it. It's important because it makes it easier for your ideal audience to find you. The more you share about your expertise, your personality, your story, it makes it easier for your ideal customers to find you and then to tell others about you. You might, the other other thing it could do is help you to either not just attract your ideal client, but to repel those who aren't. And that's just as important because you don't want to waste your time attracting or or bringing in people who are just not a good fit for you. You know what it's like when you work with someone and you know that, you know what, I did not enjoy working with this kind of person and I don't want to do that anymore. And my goodness, why did we go into business if we can't choose who our customers are better than that. And so so this is an answer to why is why it's important because it helps your ideal customers to self-select without you needing to be involved and also the ones who are not ideal to also self-select out. So that's a good thing too. You might have seen it in 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 There are times when you might be giving a referral or you heard someone give a referral and you might have have someone say, oh, you'll like this person. They are good and they'll give some of the credentials for why they're good. And then they'll throw in and he's from here. And it might be the here might be, say, a hometown that both of you have in common. So, oh, yeah, he's one of us or People like us, the way Seth Godin puts it, people throw that in there because because in their decision making, all other things being equal, that can be what tips the scale. And so you want that thing, whatever that thing is for you to be there and available and to be a handle. They might say, oh, this person is really good. They have this. They do this. And they're in our church or and they coach on my our kids softball team, you know, those kinds of things. And there are, they're a military veteran, you know, whatever it is that is important to you and should be important to your ideal customer. The more you share about all those other things, the easier it is for them to, to refer you, not, not just by your credentials, but also the other thing that we also sometimes call affinity marketing, meaning what else do we have in common? So your personal branding gives your personal customers that people like us handle that they can use. Okay, so the last question, what steps should I take to start building my personal brand? Now, this question we will answer over the course of season two. 
and will answer with a different with a different tactic or different um, thing, for lack of a better word, in each and in, in the next episodes going out. But but let's just talk about it at a high level, just so you have a good overview. You need a unique selling proposition. What's the, what should you start doing to build your personal brand? You want a unique selling proposition. You want to know the keywords, the tagline, the elevator speech, the messaging. You want people to be able to understand your value quickly. Because the simple, the more simple and easy it is for me to understand, the more simple and easy it is for me to explain it to someone else and for them to get it. You know, there's an old saying that a confused mind says no. And so you always want them to be very clear about what you do and the value you provide and the problem you solve. We'll get into that one. You'll need a website or some kind of platform. Michael Hyatt, the business, uh, the business, um, I guess he calls himself a coach or podcaster or author. He talks about the platform as being the place where you have almost where you reside from which you share all your, your, your products, your thinking, everything that you're working on, and it's on the space that you own rather than uh, a, a social media platform where they're constantly changing their 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 algorithms. And you want something that you control that you know will be there day in and day out. You'll need a blog or some other form of of sharing your thoughts or your or your art or whatever it is that you want to, you know, keep your your clients, your audience, your fans up to date on. So you need a, a blog or podcast, a video channel, or just some other way of sharing in a in a in a broadcast or you know ongoing way. You'll need, of course, your social media accounts because you want to be on the channels where your ideal customers hang out because that's where you'll meet them and invite them back to your platform. And then you want to be networking with colleagues, with influencers and with customers to get a good 360 view of, you know, what problems people are having and how other people are solving them and what your your audience wants from you. You'll need an email list of your cost, your customers and prospects so that you can reach out to them and nurture them and bring them along and ask for the sale when you are ready. So you need all these things and all these things work together and I should throw in a good sales funnel um, and a sales funnel for your products will that will also help move people along the 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 pathway from from <clears throat> awareness, interest, to desire, to action when they actually decide to buy. So you'll need all of those things, and we'll, we'll unpack all of them in the coming weeks, but just know that we're talking about a lot of that stuff. So so those are the major questions I imagine you would have about personal branding, but I'm here to answer any other more specific questions you have as we go along. So you can always feel free to send me your questions. You can email me at lynn, L-Y-N, at lynnmorton, L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N 
com. That's my email address, and it'll come straight to me. I'll take a look at it and try and answer your questions when they have applicability across the audience. I'll try and include them in an upcoming episode. All right. So that's where you can email me or you can ask your question either at personal branding with Lynn on Instagram or Facebook. Those are the two platform social media platforms where you will find personal branding with Lynn, um, just as that's spelled, um, is where you'll find me there. So you can ask your questions there as well. All right. So that's it for this first episode of season two of personal branding with Lynn. Thank you so much. I hope we answered some of the burning questions you had about personal branding and come on back next week when we continue with the next lesson on personal branding and how it works for you, the creative business owner. Thanks for listening to Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something helpful from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, I'd love to hear about it. Please let me know and share it with our listening friends. We'd love to encourage and support you along your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn, either on Facebook or on Instagram. Don't forget you can subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another creative business owner. That's it for now. Let's get together next Monday and do it all over again. Good luck this week. Cheers. Cheers.